Hi everyone, Randy Dietrich, and my mission is to add value to others. I believe in the power of the human spirit. My goal is to encourage you to pursue all your dreams with all your imagination. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's talk, please share with a friend. Add value to the world. Today's talk is all about boundaries in relationships. Wow, we're getting more specific here. The last podcast we did on boundaries was such a success. We figured let's get more specific and talk about relationships. So here it is. The opening sentence is choose discomfort over resentment. Wow. Do you get it? Choose discomfort, saying what needs to be said in the moment over resenting it later. Authenticity as a person is really about boundaries, isn't it? It's about saying no when no means no and saying yes when yes means yes. You know what this all ties back to? Who you see yourself as, your own self-esteem, your self-worth. Because guess what? Your significant other is going to see you the way you see you. Incongruent living is not sustainable. If you say yes when you mean no, you're not doing anyone a favor. Boundaries are more of a side effect of healthy living. It's a side effect of of a healthy self-image. It's a side effect of who you see yourself as what you are. Boundaries and relationships, they work in two ways. They create emotional health and are created by people with emotional health. Boundaries and relationships are related directly to your self-esteem. It's related to your confidence. It's related to your emotional stability. So this is the rule. Say what you mean before one day you need to scream it. Have you ever seen this build up over time? People say no and they mean yes and yes when they mean no and one day they go, oh my God, I can't take it anymore. So just tell the truth today. You're doing everyone a favor. Speak your mind. Say what you need to say. Healthy personal boundaries is this. It's taking responsibility for your own actions, for your own emotions, while not taking responsibility for the actions or emotions of others, period. That's what it is. Dependability comes into this, unhealthy dependability. People that have boundary problems come in two types. Those who take on too much responsibility for the emotions of others and those who expect others to take on the responsibility of their own emotions. This is a dangerous thing that can happen here, guys. Some people lack boundaries because they have a very high level of neediness or a lack of self-esteem. They're constantly deflating and they need someone to pump them up all the time. And they're just slowly, like a balloon, losing air. And they need someone to constantly pump them up. You know, there's two types of people out there. There's the needy, and then there's the saviors. They kind of need each other, don't they? People who are needy or codependent, they have an overwhelming need for love and affection from others. They, they got to get it. They got to have it. Otherwise, they feel really, really bad. And there's a big hole. There's a gaping hole. To receive this love and affection, what they do is they sacrifice their identity and they just say yes to whatever they think the other person wants. This is why one day they're going to scream the opposite. So they remove their boundaries. It's funny because actually acting like this makes you very unattractive, doesn't it? (laughs) No one likes a squiggly piece of spaghetti. Get a backbone. Say what you mean to say when you need to say it. Being bold is being attractive. People who blame other people for their own thoughts and their actions, they do this because they think that if they put the responsibility on the people around them, 
they're going to be loved. They're going to get the attention that they want. In other words, if they constantly paint themselves as a victim, eventually someone's going to save them. They're going to swoop in, aren't they? So here's the other type of person. People who take the blame for their people's emotions and actions and are always looking to save somebody else. They're coming in to swoop in to save them. They're going to save the victim. They believe that, that if they can fix their partner, then they will receive the love and appreciation that they've always wanted. Imagine if these two type of people were to find each other, and they actually do a lot of times. It, would be, it always becomes a vicious cycle, endlessly going round and round and round, and neither one of them really getting what they want in life, and they're not understanding why. Their model for happy relationship is based upon neediness and the other one saving the other person. It's all about poor boundaries, isn't it? The problem is victims and saviors both get a kind of a high emotional. They get this, they get this emotional high. They get this burst of energy. It feels good in the moment because I saved them and they were saved. They feel good from being saved and I feel good from saving them. But in the long run, nobody gets what they need. It's this neediness and low self-esteem that is actually keeping them from getting their emotional needs met. The victim the victim creates more and more problems to solve. And the savior, they swoop in and save more and more problems and they solve the problems. But the love and appreciation they've always wanted, it never really gets given. We just keep solving problems back and forth. So here's how it plays out. The victim creates problems, not because there's real problems, but because they believe it'll cause them to feel loved. And the savior doesn't save the victim because they actually care about the problem, but because they believe that if they fix the problem, they're going to feel loved. It's like they sabotage each other. Can you see the power of always speaking the truth? Can you see the power of personal responsibility? Can you see the power that your happiness begins with personal responsibility? Because if you're not responsible for yourself, well, who is? If the Savior really wanted to save the victim, the Savior would say to them, look, you're blaming others for your problems. Deal with it yourself. Only you can fix you. Nobody can fix you but you. That would be the most loving thing to do, wouldn't it? The victim, if they really loved the Savior, they would say, look, <laughs> this is my problem to fix, not yours. Only I can fix my problems. You can't fix my problems. Isn't this true? So, okay. With all this said, where is the bottom line with making sacrifices for people you love and healthy boundaries? If you make a sacrifice for someone you care about, it needs to be because you want to do it, because you love them, because you care for the best interests in them, not because you feel obligated, because you fear the consequences of not doing it. I hope this added value to your life, guys. I hope that you can see that the key to boundaries and relationships comes down to your self-esteem, your self-worth of how do you see yourself and understanding that only you can make you happy. No one else is responsible for you, but you. The more you think of yourself, guess what? The more the world will think of you, period. talk about it right now, Randy. <laughs> like that. <laughs> Before I hit record, he goes, what do you think about that, Ralph? What do you think and about I that, said, Ralph? Oh, oh, oh. That's awesome. Um, no, I, 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 100%, I, I follow and I agree with it. It's, it's crazy because now that you're bringing it, like I'm hearing it, 
I just realized that like past relationships were this. Mm-hmm. Me too. You know what I mean? And like now I just, I don't know if it's like that feeling of like, wow, like I wish I could have seen it there because now mm-hmm. it's, you don't realize how toxic that relationship could have been or, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, like no one sees it while they're in it. It's, exactly. Yeah. Like I'm not resenting it. Like it is what it is. We learn from it. My relationship now is, is, is awesome. But on mm-hmm. the flip side, like now it's like, wow, like I wish I could have not changed that mm-hmm. because it's, you're almost putting that person through something traumatic in a way. Right. And it's. And they did to you. Keep, yeah, round it's, around. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a vicious circle yeah. and you just don't know. So it's like, no. wow, I, I want to apologize. Right. It's like, wow, like yeah. I was young, sorry I was we stupid. Yeah, and right. Now, like, it's, sorry I'm sorry. We, sorry we do it through that. You know, if you're in the middle of a storm, it's very hard to see much when the wind and the, and the rain is blowing in your face. You can't see much when you're in the storm. It's kind of like the saying to a worm and horseradish, the world is horseradish. To your world, you live in your world. And it's hard to see anything outside that world. But distance creates perspective. You know, it's, it's true. If I take a piece of paper and put it right against your face, you can barely read it. But if I pull it away a little bit, you can read everything on the page. This is how life is. And this is how relationships are. I lived the same life years and years and years and years, decades, where it was based upon this dynamic of giving and receiving, giving and receiving. And then one day there was nothing left to give and it was over. Yeah. You tapped out. Right. Like you literally just tap out. And I think it's good. Like me in my relationship with Diana, we just go through checks with each other. Like every once in a while, it's like, what's going on? Like, is there something we're not, you know, providing? And it's not the case, but there's that open form of communication where it's like, here's our boundaries, things like that. Um, it's just, cool. it's, it's that confirmation, like you were saying, like mm-hmm. just hearing you talk, it's like, all right, good. Like it's the confirmation, at least in my reality, in my world, like it's working. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, somebody else is kind of doing the same thing that I'm doing, like, and lives it and believes it. So I'm someone on that right path. Mm-hmm. Um, now, does that relate to your your conversations on the bids? Like, oh gosh, like, but then how do you? So I don't know if this is like maybe I'll play the devil's advocate here. Then absolutely, right? So you have your boundaries, and your boundaries are set. Those little bids come here and there. Maybe they're like they they toy with your boundary, your quote unquote your big boundary, but it's nothing like detrimental. But they're still toying with that 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 little that that boundary. Let's just say that what happens when you don't meet that bid? Like, or what should you expect when you don't hit that bid? Right? Like, because they're going to take that away. It's like, Oh, this is something that I wanted and the bid wasn't met. So then now what? Like that gets stored away. And I shouldn't be together. Mm. I mean, this comes back to your own personal, your own peace of mind. If we make decisions in life in every area, finances, relationships, every area of your life, if you make the decision based upon your own long-term peace of mind, you are making the right decision because the one thing that matters most to you is your peace of mind. People, people that create million dollar businesses, they're crazy, super successful in the world. And in the process to do that, they, they, they go into tremendous debt. They lose their family. They're living under stress and they're all in all kinds of medication for it. That is not a happy person. They don't have much peace of mind. Money does not buy you peace of mind. It doesn't. Cause I can tell you today, today, like financially, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Pretty good. But you know what? I live the same lifestyle I did when I didn't have much money. I still wear the same stupid white t-shirts. I'm still getting up and doing the same thing every day, you know, and to go on a tangent here, success in life is generally pretty simple. If you saw my daily activities, you go, anybody can do what I do every day of my life. Anyone can anybody. But what it is, it's, it's taking one major leap in life, 
one major leap that's so scary that most people won't do it. And then you set yourself in a new reality and then you go back to doing the things you always did. I mean, I get up in the morning, I go down, I, I direct people to the winery. I might make some wine, which anything can be learned, right? It's easy stuff. I might go out and cut some vines. I haven't even done that in a while. There's a whole team that does that. But my life, it's pretty simple. There's not much complicated stuff happening, but it took doing one major thing. It took spending way over a million dollars to create a business, which is so scary because you're in deep, you could lose it all. And then that reset my life and I just keep going and doing the normal things. So back to boundaries. I don't mean to go on a tangent there. But with, no, I, it's, yeah. I think it's a good perspective to have. Like yeah. that's, but it's relatable. But boundaries in life, what, I, what I'm really getting at here is there are some people that live a life with a partner and they don't like what the partner does on a daily basis. They don't like that their partner stays out late at night, but they just put up with it. They live with it and thing, things like that. I mean, I, I've heard this stuff, you know, I've heard like, yeah, they, they got home two hours, two hours late and I don't even know where they were and they're, they're not willing to tell me. Well, that's, that's great, right? If you're living a life like that, just go, wow, you, I'm worth more than that. You yeah. think that little of me that you're willing to treat, you, you would never treat someone that you love like that. And basically what they're saying is, you're, I'm willing to let you walk all over me and treat me like this because I can't do any better. I'm telling you, you can do better. My God. I mean, stand up for what you, th if you, people would treat you exactly the way you expect them to treat you. We allow people to treat us a certain way. And that's it. It has to do with our boundaries. If you, if people are walking all over you, look in the mirror, go to the boss. The boss is you and say, look, why are you allowing people to treat you like this? What are you doing to cause this in your life? It's that simple. But sometimes that's hidden, no? Hidden? Like sometimes they don't know if they're being walked over because it's just their their way of life. Like it's what they're used to, what they're accustomed to. So no. like they we're don't back know. To the, we're back to the worm and horseradish, to a world of horseradish. The world is horseradish. You may not know. And I can tell you, my world, if, if you took me and dropped me in Saudi Arabia working in the in the, the oil fields, that'd be a totally different life for me. Totally different world. I don't, I don't understand anything about that. Cultural norms are different. Everything's different. So yeah, I agree. But you know... If you are living a life where you have daily frustration going on every single day in and out or everything a week in and out, say to yourself, who's crossing boundaries that I don't like and how can I either get them out of my life or say to them, look, you're not going to do this anymore. If you do it one more time, I will not be here when you get back, period. Boundaries have been set. The moment they do it, you walk away. You must live up to it. But there's a lot of people that just put up with crap in their life. Why? Why do they do this? Because in the end, that one day they're going to scream it. That's what that sentence is. The rule is this. Say what you mean in the moment so one day you don't have to scream it. Because there's a lot of people that just go, yeah, that's okay. It's okay that you you were you were mean and nasty to me. But it's okay. It's okay. And then the ne next week it happens again. It's okay. It's okay. And then one day they explode. And it's all because all those little tiny things, they build up and go kaboom. Live a life that's authentic to who you are. By having strong boundaries and saying, this is the life that I'm going to live. And this is how I expect to be treated. And if you go out of this, I'm sorry, you do not have the right to be in my life. And guess what most people do? They will, they will, they will respond to you. They'll go, wow, <laughs> this person that I'm dealing with, they expect a lot from me. So I'm going to give a lot to them. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. Like your set your expectations and your standards high. So Absolutely. that the only people you're essentially attracting are the people that want that same sort of treatment, right? Yeah, well, people, I can tell you this, people, people treat me differently than they treat my brother, Britain. People treat me differently than they treat you. People treat Tiff differently than they treat me. Everybody treats people differently. And it has to do with, with the theory of people conform to their, to their surroundings. 
They do. If I took you and dropped you in some really hard neighborhood in some inner city that's just like a lot, a lot of crime rate going on, I dropped you there at 3 a.m., you're not going to act the way you're acting right now. You're going to think differently, act differently. You're going to be on guard. You're going to be very aware of your surroundings. You're going to act different there versus somewhere else. So if I, if I take you and put you in front of me, you're going to act one way in front of me. If I take you and put you in front of the president of the United States, you're going to act differently in front of the president of the United States. You conform to whoever you're in front with. And why do you do that? Because of what they're projecting to you. So what you project is what you're going to get in life. This has to do with boundaries. Wherever you look, there you are. The world sees you the way you see you. Wow. It's simple. Round and round we go. Life is so unbelievably simple in the end. It all comes down to your self-esteem. What do you think of yourself and how the world should act towards you? And what do you expect from the world? It has to do with everything. It has to do with relationships, money, jobs, income. You are exactly where you are today because of the thoughts and decisions you made in your life. Period. That's why you're at where you are. And if you want to change it, change your thoughts, change your decisions, and you'll be somewhere else. It's that simple. It's so simple. Is that why some people don't find what they're doing fulfilling? Oh, gosh, yeah. People will give up their dreams in life for money. People will give up their, their dream and their mission to add value to the world for a paycheck. And I tell them, look at your paycheck the end of two weeks and go, is this worth giving up my life for? Is this worth giving up what I'm meant to be on this earth for? If it is, great, give it up. If not, change it. Quit today. Do it now. Because you're never getting today back. I mean, it's, it's this, uh, I know. It's, it just sounds so like, I have goosebumps. It just sounds so easy, but on the flip side, it's, what is it, the fear of the unknown. Life begins at the edge of the comfort zone. That's where it's all at. Most people are afraid of that stuff. And they're afraid of it because of the way they're trained when they're young. Young kids are told the word no like 17,000 times by the time they're 17. We are trained to not take risks. I find myself doing it to my kids. My kids are, they're designed to take risk. They want to walk on the windowsills. They want to see, climb. they do. They're designed, we are designed to take risks in life. But when we're young, our parents go, no, don't do that. Get down, you might get hurt. Don't do that, you might get hurt. So later in life, we go, oh my God, I shouldn't do that because I might get hurt. Why do we do that? We were trained to do that. I don't know why the world's set up like that, but you got to fight that stuff. I tell Tiff, I go, you know what? If we don't allow the kids to walk on the, to take risks now in life and while, while we're seeing them, they're going to take bigger risks. Jordan Peterson makes this point. Yeah. I was, right? I was just about to Actually, say that. Big time. So there's times where sometimes it's worth them getting hurt now a little bit because if, they, if I don't let them do this now, they're going to do it later. In life, you are born for risks. I'm telling you, why is it exciting to buy a lottery ticket? exciting why you're taking a risk you gave up five bucks which you lost the money for the chance for that chance i can tell you if you're willing willing to bet on a stupid lottery ticket bet on your life don't bet on the lottery ticket bet on your life I mean, my god people are willing to bet on a piece of paper with numbers on it that they but they won't bet on their own life they won't bet on their own abilities john maxwell said it the other day he goes if you won't invest in you i won't invest in you holy cow invest in yourself Invest in yourself. I am proud that I spend thousands of dollars every year in books on my phone. I bet you I spent 20 grand on books. Wow. So much. So proud of it. But guess what? It's all in my head. That's why I, like you sit down and talk. We got all kinds of resources. They're all sitting out there and grab from here and there and there. It's all flashing through. But we know I've learned. Keep your mouth shut. Nobody likes a show off. You know, keep your mouth shut. Unless you're asked. Exactly. That's, that's the one that you've opened that whole world of books to me. Cause like, I, I hate reading, so I don't read, but I can listen. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And 
you said it to me. I forget. I think it was like actually when we first met because I remember pulling up to the winery and you had your headphones in. I was like, oh, you want to call? And you're like, no, I'm listening to books. And I was like, what? And that's when I was first like, what are you talking about listening to books? And then I just instantly made that connection. Like I listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. I listen to two dudes talking. Why wouldn't I just listen to a book? Mm-hmm. And that's when I started doing it. So good. And you said you made a point like people that write books like John Maxwell put like 40, 50 plus years of their life in between 200 pages. And it's like, it's for 20 bucks. You're telling me I could literally live a lifestyle. Right. Sorry. I can understand someone's life and the, the the troubles they went through for 20. It's almost like a no brainer (laughs) at that point to do it. It's like cheating. It's like, it's it's a cheat code for 20 bucks. You can do it. And it's like, wow, why haven't I ever, but it wasn't until you made that, like, listen, Mm -hmm. you can either go through it. You're still going to have to go through life and do what you have to do. But here's a little guidance for it because these people that you're trying to follow their footsteps in have already done that. And mm-hmm. these are the mistakes that they made. So these are the traps that they're telling you to look mm-hmm. out for. Why wouldn't you do it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, oh my gosh. Once you made that to me, I was like, yo, son of a gun, <laughs> this guy's onto something, man. It I really tell you is what. something. Blows my mind. There's so much out. It's all most, Elon Musk said it the other day. He goes, everything's free. You can go to the library and read any book you want. It's all out there. And it really is. It's all out. You know, Elon Musk, if you read Elon's, um, Elon's biography, do you know that when he was, he was a young kid, he read every single book, including the encyclopedia at his local library. And he went to the librarian and goes, do you have any new books? They go, what do you mean new? He goes, I've read everyone in, everyone in, the, in the building. That's crazy, right? Can you imagine thing. having that in your head? Yeah. He has a cool story too about that. Like when he was creating PayPal or whatever, he had the, cho- I don't even think he owns a house still. Like he rents out his property still right now. Mm-hmm. But when like PayPal was still- it's Peace of mind. It's, yeah. Right? He doesn't want to have to worry about- bills doesn't have to worry mm-hmm. about that stuff so he just he he's like he's comfortable living in a locker room in a bed if he has to he's comfortable mm-hmm. you know what i mean like Absolutely. he doesn't that's not a necessity to him that's not where he puts everything he likes to be able to be focused and that was like one of the cool things like we talked about paypal they were getting like these million dollar deals and contracts and yet he would still like sleep on the couch in his office like mm-hmm. just because he just it didn't phase him mm-hmm. it wasn't about the money mm-hmm. that's what's like it, you know, and like something with me, like I'm starting to come to that realization, like I'm not rolling in cash and mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, but like I still, I'm happy right now because I get to sit with you doing these podcasts. We're adding value. It's friggin' fun. Mm-hmm. Like this is just like a fun thing, mm-hmm. you know? Money's a tricky one. Money, you can get all the money you want and be, and be extremely happy. But if the money gets you. Oh, goodbye. Right. You said a great quote. Oh, dude, I'm telling I have the quotes. I have to pull it up. Don't mind this, but you said a quote to me. This was when I first started um, Lucchese Media. And I was always like, yeah, but like, where does the money come in? Blah, blah, blah. And you said, money follows the dreams. Dream don't follow the money. How big is your dream? Yeah. I have it written. That's so true. I love that one. <laughs> Great stuff. That's good stuff, Ralph. Right? Money follows the yep. dreams. Dreams don't follow the money. How big is your dream? Yep. And I said, wow. Yep. Awesome talk, man. Thanks. Good stuff. Boundaries, relationships. If you are in a relationship... And someone's walking all over you, look in the mirror and say, wow, do I have boundaries or do I not? I promise you, you'll be a happier person with strong boundaries. Stand up. Stand up. Love that. Yep. Thank you. Thanks, Ralph, man.